When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Play USA. Thanks to Education USA, your official source on US higher education, providing programs and resources to help you get to a US college. Search online for Education USA Australia. Welcome to another episode of Play USA, our fourth episode of the year where we hatch up with our Aussies playing college tennis in the USA, all thanks to our partner, Education USA Australia. In this podcast, we catch up with Melbourne's Stephanie Webb, who is in her freshman year at the University of Central Florida. So, Steph, you started in January of this year. You know, a lot of players coming in from Australia and even a lot of American players start in the fall. You started in Jan. Why did you start in, in Jan and instead of waiting to the end of the year and starting in August? I started in Jan because... I kind of made the decision quite last minute and obviously I wanted to focus on my tennis straight away after I finished my last year of high school last year. So I thought, okay, if I start in Jan, then we start season straight away and I get to play matches. So I was already match deprived last year and I wanted to play matches kind of as soon as possible. I decided to start during season. So when you had that small sort of little window to make that decision to go to college, how did you get in contact with a coach at UCF? get sort of the academic processes started and everything like that? They actually got in contact with me. So I played a tournament, I believe in August somewhere last year, Europe, and it was pretty high. I think it was like a, a J2 ITF level for juniors. And there was Lloyd, the assistant coach, who was actually there recruiting. And it was quite funny because I had come up against the number one seed, I think first round or second round, and he actually came to see her. So when I was playing, he was actually on the lookout for her. And then as I was playing and it was such a brutal match, I think our match went on for like four hours or something like that. So he actually approached me after the match and that's when he wanted to have a meeting with me and kind of offer his like his offerings and about he wanted to tell me about the college and UCF. And that's when I kind of uh, gathered some more information about the school and that's when I made a decision like two months later after coming back home and he did want to fly me out to America like then and there after that tournament but I had to finish my tour with the Australian Federation so we had one tournament left to go and it was kind of like a weird situation because my parents weren't there and as a duty of care the federation had to be there with me and until I stepped in Australia they wouldn't let me go it was also kind of like a safety thing and for my parents anyway they would have been like well who is this and we don't know them and that sort of stuff so they were also kind of hesitant so I didn't actually end up doing my college visit and I had no college visits I kind of had to sign straight away um, because I did have year 12 and my exams were starting kind of like four weeks later so everything was super rushed. A lot of students wanting to go to college are looking to take the right subjects you know one to two years in advance 
obviously you made that decision at the last minute. Was there any sort of stress about, you know, did you take the right subjects? Yeah, for sure. Like, I think I almost fell short um, of taking the right subjects, but I think there was some exceptions that were made. Everything was kind of rushed, um, except my dad did kind of make me take subjects. Um, I think it was like year nine or something like that, that would enable me to come to college. So definitely made me take those subjects that would make me eligible. But yeah, my decision to come to college period was very rushed, I would say. And that's also why I started so early in Jan and not August. Uh, so I was still kind of like getting my passport and my visa and all of these kind of paperwork type things. I was still getting that ready by, you know, the end of December. And all of a sudden it was like Jan 3rd and I had to be on the plane here. And then when I was here, I was here for two weeks and then I was back home for the Australian Open and then I was back here. So everything January for me this year was a super hectic period. You played the AO Juniors at the start of the year. You took out the number one seed. I think it was first or second round. That tournament finished on the 28th and then you had a match against LSU eight days later off Feb 5th. Thank goodness you were at home. You didn't have to go to Baton Rouge. How did it feel playing, you know, going into the first college match, playing at number two singles right off the bat? Yeah, honestly, I wasn't expecting to play so high in the lineup considering my situation and um, just kind of like what I had been through in those few weeks. But yeah, I mean, I, I got to college back here from Australia and kind of like I had, I think I had like five days or something to prepare and all of a sudden I was playing my first college match and at number two, you know, the pressure is on you and especially with the crowd, you know, they kind of gravitate towards watching the number one and two players because obviously they're the best on the team and they watch those matches and I was, you know, kind of shocked and a little distorted at one point. I just didn't know what was going on and you know there was just so much chaos going on stuff that I wasn't used to outside environments um expectation and I do remember the head coach my head coach telling me that hey you're gonna have to face a college tennis match sooner or later you know you're gonna have to push through that barrier sometime soon so you know you have to do it at some point and this is going to be your first match. So, yeah, I took on the opportunity. I took on the battle. And, yeah, it was what it was. I kind of felt like my I was physically on court, but I wasn't mentally on court that first match. I feel like I probably shouldn't have played that match. I felt really kind of all over the place. But I guess it, it taught me a lot about what college tennis and the matches and door matches were going to be like. Do you feel like there's a, a difference in that psychological sort of pressure? You know, in one aspect, you're, you're playing as an individual, you know, playing at the AO, you've got fans everywhere, but you're still representing yourself. But then you go to college and you're sort of playing for the team there, and it's not just as an individual anymore. Yeah, I mean, when I was playing at the Australian Open, I remember there was the whole, I played on a court where there was, quite a big grandstand and it was you know next to Kia Arena and you could see there were so many places to to watch my court all of the seats were taken like by the Australian crowd it was phenomenal and ex an experience that I'll never forget in my whole life but that was kind of playing for myself and myself only and my team but once I came to college I had seven other girls and eight other girls to kind of work with and it wasn't obviously about myself anymore and you know the crowd was cheering not only for me but for the whole team and then our coaches were also supporting not only one person but everyone 
So I, it was kind of like, wow, it's not only about you anymore. And I guess coming from one of the biggest tournaments with all the attention on you as an Aussie at the Australian Open to coming to college in a completely a completely different country, it's very different. And it's not kind of all about you, I guess. It's, it's something much bigger. Because every spot, one to six, it's an equal weight of point. It doesn't matter if you win at four, five, and six, or, or one, two, and three. You know, they're the same weight of points. So team culture in collegiate sports is is huge. And you speak to many Australians who have, who have finished uh, the collegiate process and, you know, how team culture has impacted their on-court performance and even their off-court performance in sort of everyday life. And you've been at, at, uh, at UCF for, you know, one year now. And do you feel like the team culture has impacted you in a way compared to if you hadn't have taken the collegiate pathway? I've only been here since Jan, so it kind of has been only a few months, but you could almost consider my freshman year over from a tennis point of view because we have our, our NCAA tournament to finish and that's basically it for your freshman year um, aside from the academic side. But yeah, no, being in a team environment has kind of taught me to think about others. You know, even when court one is supporting court six and court two supporting court five and all this sort of stuff like when you're on court you're not only supporting yourself anymore but supporting the others around you and even you know there's just not much difference from the number one player and the number six player because everyone fights so hard and everyone wants to do the best for their team I guess even for me playing at number two and sometimes at number one as a freshman is a very hard challenge to take on but I've taken it with both hands and I've accepted that hey you know I'm I want to do this and I want to play as hard as I can for my team and try and get the best results I can um, because I do want our team to rise and I want to help produce results you know we will do the best that we can but at the end of the day if we win lose or draw we that's on us and we'll practice and practice and practice until we get better and until we we get things right your team has played almost 20 matches you know since January so that's three or four months of you know traveling to different states you've played some home matches but also, again, you've got to fit in an academic schedule at the same time. So you're taking tests and quizzes, exams, and you're doing assignments. How do you fit in that whole training schedule while doing a whole, managing a whole academic workload at the same time? Honestly, one of the biggest things that you learn from college is time management. That's something that I was pretty good at before coming to college, but it has gotten even better since coming. But, you know, there's days where you, on, you just generally cannot fit everything in and you know it's finals week this week so you know we're practicing for the NCAAs but we also have exams and we have to study for that and you know during the week we have our team practices in the morning and we have fitness or gym before that and then we've got to eat lunch and then we have class and then we have you know practice in the afternoon and then we have dinner so it's so hard to fit not only your tennis but your education in at the same time and I guess you have to make certain sacrifices on hey, look, I also want a social life, but hey, look, I need to do these things. And once I get these things done, that's when I can, you know, hang out with friends or do something that I want to do. But until those tasks have been completed, it's hard to kind of navigate and to finish things on time. But you have to be super diligent and super hardworking, I guess. And 
something that I've struggled with most of my life is that I procrastinate a lot and definitely in college that does not help. So anytime you procrastinate, it's not ideal at all. You guys have traveled, as I said, to other states. You've played against Yale and Virginia and you've gone over to Texas. And obviously you can't, they're not drivable distances. You know, you'd be, you'd be driving for 15 to 20 hours. So obviously with flying and going into different time zones, you know, America's a big country. There's like four or five different time zones that you've still got to adapt to. So uh, do you have one match that you can remember that would be something that sort of stands out for you? We have traveled quite a bit. I mean, we've had two or three away trips. We've gone and played Vanderbilt. We've played Georgia Tech. We've played Clemson and all these schools that are really good. And um, we have obviously flown there, um, I guess, the match that I did miss was against Auburn. It was kind of when I was playing my first match back in Australia, but that was an eight hour drive. And, you know, the, the girls that drove there um, with the team. So for an eight hour drive, that's, that's, that's a long distance. So I don't know if I could manage that, but yeah, after that, we, we flew to North Carolina and these places uh, to play. And yeah, it's, it's a long distance and you're also, not only seeing your own kind of college town, but you're seeing so many other places and states in America because you know it's just so big and you get to see so many different schools and the way they approach things and then you, you play against them and you play as hard as you can. And one, that, one trip that actually stood out to me, it was quite chaotic. We were coming back from Clemson or Georgia Tech and we were all just so cooked about, you know, the flight and, you know, we, I think we, we had lost that day. It was 4-3 or something like that. So we were on a plane straight away and we had to rush to go get our things and go to the airport. And we landed back in Orlando Airport and there was just so many baggage. And, you know, the Uber took, I think, like 40 minutes to get there and we were just so mad and upset and tired and frustrated. And we had so many bags to carry and this small car, you know, rocked up for four of us with, you know, eight bags and we had to squish everything in and we couldn't breathe. And I remember our physio was in the front seat and he was almost up towards the windscreen. So it was, it was an unforgettable trip, but you know, there's these fun times and there's these serious times. And I guess that's all a part of the journey and that's all about college tennis. The whole collegiate space, if it's tennis or basketball or volleyball, regardless of the sport, you definitely put in situations where it teaches you to sort of how to handle those situations as well, especially uh, at a young age. And, you know, I've been there, you know, a lot of other players have been there, you know, as, as well. And, and people always used to say to me like, okay, well, you know, you're in the States, are you, are you traveling, are you doing things that are fun? And, you know, you don't really get that much time as you were saying before, but now you're in a big city, you know, like Orlando is quite bigger than most other schools. You know, like if you look at SEC schools like Florida and Gainesville and Ole Miss uh, in Oxford, you know, they're only, they're small college towns. There's not a lot to sort of, do in those small towns, you know, unless, you know, to do things involved with the college, but being in Orlando, you're next to the USTA national campus, you know, home of the Orlando Magic NBA team. Have you had a chance to appreciate what Orlando sort of has to offer outside of UCF? Yeah. So I've seen um, a lot of our collegiate basketball matches. Um, we've had, you know, quite a big crowd and our stadium is quite big. So I've gone to watch that, but um, I actually haven't watched a football match yet um I've just been honestly so busy and because I came obviously in season 
So we've been playing matches and just been preparing for those and we haven't really had much time to ourselves. But the girls did go to Disney World when I wasn't here. I believe we get free tickets once a year because obviously we come to UCF. So um, we do get free tickets once a year. And, you know, the girls went there and they had a really good time and they saw, you know, those amazing places and I didn't obviously have the opportunity to do that but I guess there will be times in the fall even there'll be just so many times where I'll be able to go see these places and I guess Orlando it's just so big and Florida is just a really big place and you know we have the beach that's not far away and because we are quite close to the coast so we're not really inland which I guess is really good because I personally do love the beach so I don't know if I would survive somewhere you know kind of in the middle of America but the weather is also very good you know we're getting 32 degree days almost every day it's it's quite humid which I don't really like but I mean you're sweating so much here it's if you don't replenish your water intake it's you just get so dehydrated and I guess I I love the heat so I'm used to it but you know back home in Australia during winter it's like you know 10 degrees and here it's much warmer yeah and and when you say 32 degrees you've always so obviously being in America you've got to clarify that that is Celsius not not Celsius, Fahrenheit yes. because yeah you'd be you'd be having to wear a couple of sweaters uh jumpers in if that sort Fahrenheit. of yeah 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 so I know you, you play some matches at the USDA national campus like what does that look like I mean I, there's like a hundred courts over massive acreage of land what what does that look like because I mean I've never been there before it's much different I would say to Melbourne Park which is back home in Melbourne because we are kind of based in the city over there we're like five minutes from the city but over here you kind of have this huge campus but it almost feels like it's in the middle of nowhere but you know we have yards that you know you you look across and there's like cows and there's there's all this sort of stuff so you you kind of have that outback feeling but then you're also kind of in the city so it's you have that mixture and um you know the usta it's a huge campus and ucf is lucky enough to have the opportunity to practice there and use the campus to play our collegiate matches. But then we also have our courts at UCF, which we normally practice on. But obviously leading up to a match or a tournament or whatever it may be, we do practice at the USTA. But yeah, it's a huge facility. You know, they've got green clay courts there. They've got hard courts. Honestly got everything. It's one of the biggest facilities that I've seen. And I haven't actually seen much of it. So it's, it's just so big. There's something like 100-something courts and they have indoor courts and they have like player accommodation. So, you know, you can also stay there if you're a player. And, you know, I saw, we saw Jen Brady here not long ago. It was a few months ago, a couple months ago or something like that. And she didn't play the Australian Open because I think she was injured at that point. So she was walking around and obviously practicing. So there's just so many players coming in and out. And there's not only our collegiate matches, but, you know, there's 60K ITF events and there's, you know, all sorts of things going on. We had the Junior Billie Jean King Cup and the Junior Davis Cup that was also there. And it was played there a couple of weeks ago. So just so much going on. The USTA National Campus is going to host, I believe it's the round of 16, but Division 1, Division 2 and Division 3. So all of the, the divisions 
will be hosted at that site for the first time in NCAA history across all sports. So, you know, that's pretty special. And we hope to speak with um, Alyssa Hill. She's the collegiate director at the USCA. Hopefully she can come on in one of our college segments. So with the NCAAs just around the corner, what are you expecting for the national tournament? We, as a team, we're not putting any expectations on ourselves. We want to go out there and give it our best. And obviously we want to win and, if we win, we win. If we don't, we don't. But, you know, we all want to go out there and we want to say that, hey, look, if we lose, we gave it our best shot. And if we win, every every match is a bonus. But we've worked so hard during the season and, you know, we've committed every single day, you know, day in, day out and with one day off per week. So we have worked extremely hard and I guess we all want results. That's That's a naturally occurring thing. But yeah, look, we'll go out there and we'll give it our best shot and we we won't we don't want to play with expectations or pressure. All, right, all the best for the NCAAs next week. We'll be following that closely. We'll be keeping uh, everything up to date on our the first serve socials. So all the best, Stephanie. Thanks so much for coming on the Play USA uh, podcast. Look forward to chatting with you in the future. Yeah, no, thanks so much for having me. A big thank you to Stephanie for joining us and we wish her team All the best as they head into the NCAA tournament. We look forward to bringing you a brand new episode of Play USA next month for our June edition. And all of our previous podcasts are available to you via our website, thefirstserve.com.au. Just click on the podcast tab and click on Play USA. Or you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Tennis is a top five sport for Australian student athletes studying at U.S. colleges and universities. The United States college system is a great fit for students who want to play their sport at a competitive level while studying for a degree, and Education USA can help you as you explore these options. Education USA is your official source on U.S. higher education. In Australia, there are three offices located at U.S. consulates in Melbourne, Sydney, and Perth. With over 4,000 U.S. colleges and universities to choose from, there will be one that meets your academic and athletic profile. Education USA provides programs and resources to help you get to a US college. Connect by searching online for Education USA Australia. The First Serve is your home of tennis at thefirstserve.com.au. Log on to find out all the details of our live radio show, other podcasts, read weekly features by our team of writers, and follow us on social media Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok and subscribe to our YouTube channel.